listening to the Four Lee podcast. Four is for my mom, passed away from Lou Gehrig's disease in 2018. And Lee is the name of my brother, passed away a year later. This podcast is about learning from other people's challenges and experiences. And hopefully here's something that can help you one day. Today's episode is with Joe. Joe, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm uh, I'm Joe. Um, like uh, like Sam, uh, grew up in Shoreham on Long Island. Uh, currently living out in Washington, uh, around the Seattle area. Uh, been out here for about ten years or so. What's the difference between living on like the East Coast and the West Coast? Uh, uh it's it's a huge. Day. I mean. I I love the West Coast, but I miss, you know, obvious like pizza, bagels, you know, waking up in the morning, going to the deli, getting like a sausage, egg and cheese. Like you don't you don't get that out here, really. But I mean, otherwise, you know, otherwise it's it's beautiful. You know, you got mountains, you got, you know, outdoor stuff like I mean, I, I wouldn't wouldn't come back, you know? <laughs> yeah. I agree with you on the the food stuff is probably the biggest like difference. Like they don't have bagels outside of like tri-state area, and if they do, it's like the frozen ones. I mean we we got a we got a place out here. It's like a small chain, uh, but it's closer closer to Seattle. It's called Blazing Bagels, and their their ba- their bagels are really good. Um, pretty comparable, but it's you know it's few and far between. You know. Yeah. So, have you ever been on a podcast before? Uh, I haven't. This will be my uh, this will be my first time. <laughs> All right, we'll take it easy. We'll take it easy. <laughs> but no, I'll try not to offend anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> it happens sometimes. <laughs> you know, we haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so I remember when I went out to Seattle. That was Seattle's an awesome place. Uh, Seattle, yeah. I mean, I I love I love Seattle. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not like right in kind of you know Seattle proper. I'm I'm outside uh, in more of a, a suburb area. Um, so it's you know I'm not. I like I like visiting the city, but I'm not. I wouldn't really like to live live the the city life, you know. Yeah, you're more of a rural guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I like visiting cities, but staying there it's too expensive. I, you know, it's it's expensive, and it's you know, I don't know. It seems you know, it seems fast paced, and you know, so it's you know, it's funny because like a lot of people really don't understand. New York, you know, when you tell people, oh, I'm from, you know, New York, Long Island, and they're like, oh, city life, you know, and it's like, <laughs> not, not really, not, not how we're <laughs> where from. <laughs> yeah, you can go to the city on the, the train or drive. It's crazy, like, the different traffic times. Like, sometimes there's no one on the LA, and then other times it's like, you can't move, like, a foot. <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, that, I mean, that's how commuting is here, you know, it's like, I gotta leave with enough time to be either 40 minutes early to wherever I'm going. Otherwise I'm going to be like 10 minutes late. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, it's so unpredictable. 
Yeah, and then you if you get there super early because the traffic wasn't what you thought, you're just like sitting in your car. Right. So. How's that? How's everything else been going? Uh, so far, so far, so good. Um, I've been uh, in the deputy training uh, program for a, a sheriff's department out here. Um, so that's been that's been pretty fun and exciting. Um, you know, I was uh, prior prior military and um, stuff like that, and I did some programming stuff. I've done you know construction jobs here and there, but I was really looking for something where I can kind of double down on a pension, you know, and, and be able to retire with two pensions, you know, that's kind of my, my goal in life. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, if I don't have a job with like a purpose, then I kind of flounder, <laughs> not just pension stuff, but like, if I'm like working at some job where I'm like, this is stupid and it doesn't matter what I do today. Like that. Right. And the the problem with me is I get I get bored very easily with jobs. Like if I'm doing the same thing, I'm walking in, seeing the same people every day, the same, you know, the same routine. It just gets boring and, and monotonous to me where, you know, something like uh firefighter was trying to get on, you know, uh get into a fire department for a while. It's turned out to be a lot more uh competitive than I thought. Um mm-hmm. but you know, I, I just need, I need something where the day is going to be unpredictable. You know, it's, it's either going to be a slow day or a fast paced day. And, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of like that. You yeah. Know, a, little bit, a little bit more excitement, you know, like thriving. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I was in therapy one time, like I, like she was like, my therapist was like, well, what is normal to you? And I like, I described like a nine to five and like a minivan and all that stuff. And she's like, would you want that? And I was like, no. <laughs> she's like, so why is that like normal for you? I was like, it's not. She's like, so go do what you want. You know? <laughs> but that's like, I mean, that's like, you know, normal that, you know, that's what we per- perceive to be like, you know, normal is like wife, kids, the, you know, the minivan and, and dad's hauling all the, you know, the stroller and the, all that crap, you know? Yeah, I would want like a combination of that. Like, I, I wouldn't mind having a wife and kids, but like, I wouldn't like waking up and going every day to like my manager's shift at like, you know, Hertz Enter- or Enterprise or something would just be miserable. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, the uh, the whole the whole white the kids thing, I, I can't do the uh, I've been I've been married for how long we've been married for now? 12 years um we actually met uh at Tallgrass uh in Shoreham oh yeah yeah um which is gone now it's like solar field now or something like that that's the weirdest part about going home man is everything always changes names every like two years right and there's like a random new building that everyone's going to I'm like when does this building get put up (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I'm sure the island has changed dude I I haven't even been back to the island in I can't even tell you when the last time I was there Oh yeah, you're not gonna recognize anything then. No, it's it's been uh, it's been forever. Um, but uh, but yeah, I was kind of you know kind of disappointed with when uh, Tallgrass left because that was like you know growing up that was like my my home golf course you know like it, it's just kind of you know seems like uh, Sean like did sod farms and stuff like they're just turning into like solar fields now you know. 
Yeah, all the sod farms are gone. I don't know what happened. They like build houses or some other stuff on it. Yeah, well, it it used to be a uh, well. I mean, I'm sure it still is a, a a nice you know a nice town, nice place to live. But man, gr- growing it was like something out of a movie growing up. You know, it was like this tight, close knit little town. Everybody knew each other. Every, you know what I mean? It was just kind of surreal. You know? Yeah, it's when, still like that. Like when you look back on it. Whenever I go back, I always like see somebody that like shop with us, you know. Yeah. It's just like now. It's like whenever I go back home and like people see me, I feel like they just like feel bad for me, and I'm just like, ah, oh, this is one of those awkward combos, you know. <laughs> right, right. Given, given the, uh, sorry, you know, I, I always, you know, like they, they mean, they mean well, you know, but it is, yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah, it's always kind of like kind of awkward you know well i went to the bagel place um i can't it's changed name but it used to be like bagel lady but i don't know what it is now but the lady who owned it was good friends with lee like when he, he would go there all the time and like i go to get a bagel and she just starts crying and i was like what's going on here you know <laughs> i didn't know she knew my brother and she was like right. oh she's like you look too much like him i'm sorry i can't do this so i never got my bagel <laughs> I, was just, I was like well now we're both upset you know <laughs> So, yeah, but um, are you a big golfer? Uh, I, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. I was, um, I was huge into golf for, you know, the, my whole life. I, I, I've been playing golf since I could stand. I was on the golf team in, you know, middle school, high school, um, tried to get a, uh, you know, a career in golf, um, you know, after I graduated um and for a little while things were you know things were going pretty good um until the economy kind of you know took a dive around 2009 2010 time frame I kind of had to figure out you know something else um but it's it's weird you know being out here uh I don't find myself playing a whole lot um just because I mean you know, the big reason is, is now I have to kind of pay for it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's not, it's not cheap, you know, um, back, you know, back home, you know, I had a, a lot of contacts at a lot of the, you know, golf courses, whether it was, uh, you know, tall grass, uh, obviously, or, um, Cherry Creek, the woods out in, um, Riverhead and Calverton links. Um, you know, I, I was always able to kind of, um, find somewhere where I could, pl- uh, you know, play where they would either give me a, a very, very generous discount or just let me go on and play. Uh, Manorville, um, out at Pine Hills. Um, I lived out there for a little while and was able to just hop on and play for free. Um, I mean, that was aside from living in apartments, like that was, that was a beautiful kind of side. I would get home from work, man. I would go out. And uh, we lived right on like the third hole, right? Yeah. Um, so I would go out, I'd get home, I'd grab my clubs, and I'd go walk like the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and then one, two, and then come home. Like it was, I could, I played like nine holes every day. Um, and it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, if you don't use it, you lose it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not playing golf all the time, you, you, you know, you start to slip a little bit. So, I, I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm still in like high eighties, 
uh, mid to high 80s. But I mean, there was there was a time there where I was, you know, high 60s, low 70s, and it would be amazing to get back there. But just got to find time, man. <laughs> yeah, know? it's one of those sports you got to like practice all the time or just dissipates. Right, exactly. You know, you kind of start getting off your rhythm and, you know, just, you know, some days you go out there and just nothing, nothing feels right, you know? Yeah. I've, I've never golfed in my life. I went to like top golf, but never, or mini golf, but not like real golf. Okay. Well, you need to go next time you come out, next time you come out to Seattle, well, uh, I'll take you out there. I'm trying, trying to get out there sometime in like July or August. I just got to take care of this credit card debt. It's almost done. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, dude, like what I, when I was like working on myself or whatever, I like switched to buying stuff from Amazon and I'm like, what an idiot. Dude, I'm, Amazon, Amazon's a trap. You know, I love Amazon, but you know, it's, it's like one of those, like you love, you know, hate love relationships. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, it's such a huge corporation that's like taking away from, you know, small store, like even, even big department stores, you know, like they, there's times where I'm not even going to go to like target or Kohl's to get something. I'm just going to hop on Amazon and just order it. I know it's going to be here either today if I order it early enough or it's going to be here tomorrow. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I'm going to, why am I going to take, you know, half hour, 40 minutes out of my day to go to Target to try and find something that they may not even have. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I did that the other day. There was like a, like I, I needed a plunger for my downstairs <laughs> bathroom. And like, I was like, I could go get a plunger, but I was like, they don't really have the one I want. So I found like this one that matched the, the I have like this like shelf in there that I built. Oh, okay. And I was like, it match, it's like the same like copper color. Right. Know? Exactly. And then, but then the thing is, Amazon recommends you things. And like you're like you know I could use that, <laughs> and before you know it, like instead of buying like a ten dollar plunger, you spend like one hundred fifty bucks, and you're like, right? Why did I buy all these bathroom just... accessories? <laughs> you just bought like a new toilet bowl and a new plunger and all that. Exactly. <laughs> and they all got a match, you know. So I got to pay five dollars more for the matching color. Right. Right. Yeah. The the whole uh, frequently bought together trap at the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like three <laughs> things that aren't bought together. <laughs> so but yeah amazon is it's dangerous it's dangerous it's dangerous but it's so it's so convenient man it's like too convenient to pass up yeah you can you can i mean in today's society you can like literally never leave your house if you have like an, a remote job and like amazon you don't need anything else no absolutely not i mean that would that would be uh it wouldn't be a bad uh bad deal especially if you live you know in in kind of if you have to commute into cities and stuff like you know if you're driving into Manhattan or you're going you know driving to Seattle all the time it'd be nice to work remote and never have to leave your house you know I feel like it'd get boring after a while though to be honest yeah I I, I mean I could see how some people could do that but I couldn't I gotta I gotta like even though I hate traffic because I think like my number one, like I'll be having a great day, but like it can get ruined in half a second is, is traffic. Like left lane drivers just hitting the brakes and stuff. I, 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 there's no coping mechanism in the world that gets me through that. Oh my God. Don't, don't ever move out here then. Dude. I think that's one of the biggest difference between like New York and like other parts of the country is like driving. And, and I've never, I never remember people just going really slow in the left lane in New York. 
Right. I mean, they they do it. The do people out here they can't drive at all. Like you know, New York everybody everybody always uh, you know, New York's one of those places where you know, everybody's always like, "Oh, New York, they're, you know, they're the worst drivers. They're aggressive." And but you know what? Like I don't know if it's changed, but they were always like aggressively defensive. You know what I mean? Like they were aggressive, but they they knew what they were doing. Like out here, they're like aggressively unaware of what's going on around them. So it's like it's a gamble. You know, every time you leave your house and you get on I five, it's it's like, you know, you may not come back. <laughs> Dude, I, like New York driving is like the two thousand Ravens defense. You know, like it's in your face. It's intense. You know what type of game today? Like other states, driving is like prevent defense and you're just giving up big plays. It's terrible. Right, right. Like it, like merging is. Uh, like one of those concepts that these people just, they don't understand, you know, they, they don't understand, like, you know, get up to the speed of traffic so you can just, you know, inch your way over and and get in there. You know, they'll slow down. Sometimes they'll stop. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yield signs. Like it's not a stop sign. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to come to a full stop. There's no one coming the other way, but you know, (laughs) here we are. So, but yeah, it's, it's intense. It's intense out there for sure. You, you, uh, you ride motorcycles at all? Um, I don't, um, never really, never really got into it. Um, I, uh, I like biking, um, like mountain biking, stuff like that. Uh, never really got into, uh, motorcycles. Um, I, uh, dirt bikes, I feel like would be more my speed i think if i were to get into it um dirt bikes would definitely be more my speed i think i'd be not only concerned for myself but for other people if i got into motorcycles yeah you got that's Um, the that's the biggest thing is like i'm not worried about me i'm worried about like just somebody just you know because they don't you don't really notice motorcycles like they're kind of in blind spots and stuff right right and i mean you you know you kind of you kind of get on a motorcycle and you just want to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, you know, I, I feel like a dirt bike, you know, you, you have less chance of uh, something going on. I mean, a, you know, a tree or, you know, in the woods or whatever, but you know, it's not going to just move into your lane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unannounced. Well, I've, I've been like, I've watched dirt bike racing or whatever. And that's crazy. Like how those dudes stop and go like that. Like, I don't, I don't know how they, and then pick back up and they're jumping all this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely an art for sure. I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't know, but I would love to, uh, I'd love to give it a shot sometime where we're looking to, uh, we're looking to move out of the house that we're in now. We're on five acres, um, but we're looking to kind of move up up uh up north a little bit more and hopefully try and get more acreage and it'd be really cool to you know at that point be able to get some some uh motor toys and just screw around on my own property you know oh yeah, that'd be awesome um having like 10 acres upstate would be pretty cool yeah for sure you got like quads dirt bikes you got those those other uh four wheel what, what are those things called the uh they're like two seater no those those like oh uh you know what i'm talking about yeah i just I, I, the name escapes me i don't know what they're called but like those those would be fun 
Yeah, you're you're big into is it skiing or snowboarding? Uh, kind of both. Um, I'm big into mostly mainly snowboarding. Um, I grew up skiing. Uh, cause I'm you know I'm old. Um, <laughs> Remember Peekaboo Street? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she she's actually the reason I got into skiing. Really? Um, um, so I kind of, I grew up skiing, uh, just because snowboarding was not, uh, it wasn't as popular. It was kind of like looked down upon, um, a little bit on the mountains and stuff like that. Um, so skiing is kind of like, you know, what I learned to do, but once, once skiing got a little bit more, uh, or once snowboarding got a little bit more, uh, acceptable, um, you know, a little bit more common than, than I, uh, transitioned to snowboarding. Um, but, uh, a lot of it kind of has to do with, um, you know, like who I'm going with, you know, mm-hmm. um, if I'm, if I'm going out to the mountain with, you know, snowboarders, obviously I'm going to, you know, I'm going to snowboard and, and hang out with them. But, um, if, uh, if there's, you know, if I'm going out there with skiers, then it's a lot easier to keep up with skiers when you're on a set of skis. So, I mean, a little rusty, but it's like riding a bike comes back to you. Yeah, I, I when I when we were younger, like my parents would take us skiing or whatever. We, but then I, when I got older, I did snowboarding a little bit. I, I like snowboarding better. It's, I think it's kind of cooler. It's yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely like skiing's definitely kind of made made like a different, you know, kind of hit hit a a different audience um, within the past you know, 10, 15 years or so with like, you know, twin tip skis. Now you can go backwards, do backflips, like stuff like that. So they're kind of, you know, skiing's definitely, uh, I think a- along the same lines of coolness nowadays with snowboarding. But I, the reason I like snowboarding so much more is just for uh, um, just kind of cruising um, in like, you know, the powder, like in, in the trees and stuff like that. It's, it's a little bit more enjoyable on, on a snowboard, I think anyway. Yeah. I just skiing, like, I just remember the pizza and then the, the wedge, just the pizza slows yeah. you down. The way, <laughs> the, <laughs> I just remember doing the pizza, the, the pizza, the pizza and the French fries. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember like <laughs> me and Lee would go down like the black diamond, even though we, we shouldn't have been <laughs> like, right. like just pizza in the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's, that's the thing too about, you know, skiing and snowboarding is that I feel like, I feel like skiing, it's, uh, I feel like skiing's easier to, easier to learn, but more difficult to like master. Um, you know, because anybody can throw on a pair of skis and, and French fry and pizza the whole day and, and kind of have, you know, a decent day where snowboarding, I feel like it's, it's a little bit harder to learn but once you, once you have those mechanics, you're, you're done. Like you're, you pretty much, you know, maxed out, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Like skiing, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to tra- transition from like the pizza French fry to like, you know, being able to really kind of cut and go and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. You gotta have like a little, little more athleticism, I feel like for snowboarding. Cause it, it's not like your feet. Right. But, um, you know, I just good, good, uh, good, like 
icebreaking conversation, but um, obviously, like, you know, a lot of the shows about talking about like different, different things, you know, people have been through and, and how they got through that. Um, I know we had spoken about, I mean, we talked a lot, but, you know, if is there anything specific you wanted to talk about in that regard? Um, so like, just kind of like the way I, the way I did. So I don't, I don't necessarily, uh, deal with things in like the healthiest way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we're related, man. So I can relate to that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, actually we, uh, so I don't, yeah, I don't, my, I think in, you know, in, in my life, I think my losing my grandparents was probably, you know, one, one of the most difficult things I had to deal with. Um, and, you know, they, they, uh, they kind of raised me, um, you know, I, I was like a second, you know, I was, I, they treated me like, you know, one of their own. I was like a son to them, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, my grandfather was always like, he was always kind of like my rock. You know what I mean? He, he was like, he was the guy that I could call up if, you know, the most minuscule ha- thing happened in my life or, you know, the most detrimental thing happened in my life. And he always had an answer for it. You know what I mean? Um, so I think one, one of the hardest things was, you know, dealing with that and kind of like kind of having to deal with things on my own after that, you know, like not really not really having a voice of reason or like someone, you know, someone to call, you know, anytime something went bad, you know? Um, so I kind of, I've kind of learned to, to kind of deal with things kind of, you know, on my own, um, which, you know, probably doesn't work for a lot of people, but, uh, it, it works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cause I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I, I also don't let things bother me a whole lot. Like the worst thing could happen to me and you would never know. You know what I mean? I, I kind of, I kind of like to leave things, you know, out of, out of public perception. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, you know, I, I kind of, dealing, you know, dealing with day-to-day things or dealing with, you know, different stressors or something like that. I kind of try to stay as stress-free as possible. Like I'm never, I'm never really stressed out. I kind of like, I kind of try to group things in like, what do I physically have control over right now? Okay. Let's, let's deal with that. Right. You know, uh, I was, I was pretty crushed when I lost my grandfather, you know, and, and it was, it was tough, but it was like, all right, I still have a life to live. And, you know, I can't really, I can't really help the fact that my grandfather, like that's completely out of my, out of my control, you know, so what do I need to do to get, to get through this and start focusing on the things in my life that I can, that I can control to kind of try and, and make it a little bit easier, if that makes sense. Well, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, losing people's tough. Like, I I handle it in like a way, I guess, where I just pretend it didn't happen, you know. <laughs> so like, I, I I guess I just go out and like do things to take my mind off it, and even if they're not the most productive things, you know. But 
once I like kind of took a step back and kind of like you were saying, but like was like, I gotta deal with this, you know, because bad things did happen. Um, it it gives you like more of an appreciation for the time you had with those people versus the time you don't have anymore, you know, like because it's kind of it's weird, right? Like if you didn't have a good relationship with your grandpa and he died, you probably wouldn't really care, you know, but you did. So like, you just got to focus on like, I had that time, like that person made such a difference in my life. And, you know, I got to like keep doing the right thing. So, you know, I could see them again type thing. Right. And like the, the best, the best thing you can do is just kind of, you know, even though, even though they're, they're, gone you know you're still kind of like you still you still kind of have an obligation to live your life the way they tried to you know steer you in the direction of you know what I mean so like a lot of you know a lot of things you know you kind of look back and you go you know my my grandfather would be proud of me for doing this you know what I mean even though he's not around anymore you know what I mean uh yeah 100 percent um because you you are who you are because of the people who raised you, right? Um, yeah, I'm like when my mom passed away, you know, I didn't, I never, I mean, obviously your parents are supposed to die before you, but like you don't expect it when you're when you're younger, you know. It, it's supposed to be like when you're in like your fifties or sixties, you know. Um, right, exactly. And grandparents, you know, grandparents are awesome. They're like they're like parents, but like they've already raised your, your mom or whatever. And so they, they have like a different perspective, you know, like, it's like, they have like, I don't know, like wisdom and advice when you get older, it's just because you've lived so much and you know what you're talking about because you've made mistakes and you've, you know, you know what right and wrong is, you know how you feel at different, different things and when emotions are getting the best of you and stuff. So yeah, like getting advice from grandparents is great. Right. Oh, exactly. Um, in, uh, I guess, I guess, um, so going in, going into that, uh, let's see, um, you had, uh, mentioned earlier that, uh, we're actually related. So did you want to go into that? Uh, (laughs) I mean, we, we, yeah, we can just, we're cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so we're, we're related in, in kind of a kind of a strange circumstance though is like you know we grew up in the same town um and never really uh never really knew each other <laughs> yeah no um until I, a few I didn't, years ago i didn't know who you i don't think i ever spoke to you until after lee's at lee's funeral your mom gave me your number right right um and i mean that's you know kind of why you know, it kind of leads into why, you know, my, my grandparents were such a big influence in my life and, and, you know, tried to raise me the right way is, uh, you know, your, your dad, Steve, my dad is his brother. Yeah. Um, and you know, I never really, never knew him really. Um, from, you know, from what I hear, it's probably a good thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's the that's the circumstances and that's the direction it went in and you know i i think that i'm pretty grateful you know for the way you know it it sucks that you and i never really had a relationship kind of growing up you know and and we we 
you know, we definitely should have, you know, you're like your blood cousin, you know, yeah, but yeah. I can't, I can't be mad about, you know, the way, the way I grew up, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like everything, you know, my situation was way, way, way better than it, than it could have been uh, given from what I've heard. You know what I mean? If that yeah. makes sense. Um, it's kind of in like, it's kind of like, like a movie script in a way though. Like, cause me, I mean, we we talk all the time and, you know, like I, I used to talk to Lee all the time and then he, you know, he goes and then like, you, you know, it's like, Hey, here's Joe. And I'm like, who the hell's this guy? You know, <laughs> <laughs> but we, we have so much in common, like that. It's kind of crazy that we didn't know each other, but kind of had like the same type of life. Right. Um, and you know, we, we grew up around, you know, around the same people. Um, you know, we, we, uh, my house was right down the road from the, uh, from the Trudniks and I was listening to, uh, you know, the, the, yeah, I was listening to the podcast that you had with, with CJ and it's, it's funny to like, listen to stuff like that because, you know, growing up CJ was, I think the last time I saw him, he was, he was like eight or nine years old. So he probably doesn't even know, you know, who I am. Um, but it's, it's, funny like listening to kind of different perspective like growing up on the same exact street and in the same exact town but listening to like their perspective of it you know what I mean yeah um yeah I mean uh, my my block I mean I'm still like they a lot of my dad's neighbors have left so it's weird going home because I don't even really know who lives there anymore and like the people who grew up right across the street from us, like they, you know, my parents when they were doing stuff, we they, they would babysit us and vice versa. But they're not there anymore. They're all actually part of it. But it, yeah, growing up, growing up in New York, I mean, it's 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 a tight knit. We, we had a tight knit community, which makes it even weirder. I didn't know who you were, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but you know, right, exactly. like like we, I, you know, I'm sh- I'm sure. I mean, I can remember. Uh, you know, at least one time um, we bumped into you, but I'm sure we've crossed paths many, many times living in that community and just never. Um... Yeah. You would have to say that that we definitely crossed paths more than once um, <laughs> without knowing it, I guess. But um, yeah, I remember the first time I, went, I saw you in person, I was like, oh, because like you kind of look kind of look like us, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. So my. Uh... The same same bloodline, you know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And then, um, yeah, it's it's it, it was kind of it's kind of cool. Like I talked I talked to um, a lot of people about it. I'm like, yeah, this guy's awesome. You know, I wish I I wish you had known Lee would have been cool. I, I think he would have liked you a lot. I mean, I you know I I do wish that you know we definitely uh, more you know had more of a relationship. Um, you know, with your, your whole family, the, you know, but yeah, it's, I don't know, like, <laughs> like you ever like hear of like main character syndrome? Yeah. It's like, so it's like in my mind, I'm like, oh, you know, it's like my life's a TV show and, and Lee was holding like Lee, the actor was holding out for more money. So they wrote him off the show and then they brought you <laughs> on <laughs> for like a lower, you know, like Lee wanted a right. million dollars an episode and they got you for like 50 K. <laughs> like the fr- fresh prince of bel-air when they just like changed the sister with uh, another actress and like didn't even mention it 
Yeah, right. <laughs> just, just play it off like it's normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, wait, who's this guy? <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's been it's been a crazy couple of years, but um, everything's been going a lot better, um, which is good. And like the thing I think is cool is like even if people don't directly know my brother, like he, like talking about him, like people can relate to that. Right. Like if you, if you didn't, you didn't know him, but you know, you're like grandpa or whatever. And it's like that type of thing. Like when you lose people, it sucks, but like, you know, everyone's going through it in a different way. And people just they they got got better, better understanding that they're not alone. Um, things would be better, you know, cause mental health is tough. Um, men- mental health is, is really tough and, you know, you gotta, you kind of gotta do things, you know, for yourself, um, that, you know, kind of are positive outlooks on your mental health. Um, cause everybody, you know, everybody, everybody loses people. We all go, we all go through that and, you know, it, it's never, you should never, you know, kind of judge somebody off of, you know, because it, even though it may not seem like a big deal to you, it could be like the worst thing that's ever happened to them. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like, yeah, just kind of being there for people and just like letting them know that, you know, things do, things do get better. You know what I mean? Um, and like, I think like one of the one of the biggest things for me mental health wise is uh kind of like I mean it sound sounds sounds funny but like I love to do like stuff outside like yard work like stuff like that like I always kind of you know I always like to just work around the house outside and it kind of like frees my mind a little bit, you know what I mean? Like do different projects around the house. Like, you know, that's kind of like my, my hobby, you know, and, and it keeps me kind of keeps me grounded. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I, I don't, I don't really do like outside weed whacking or mowing, but um, I do like, I love cleaning my house. Like I clean it every day. <laughs> it's so therapeutic. <laughs> like I got, I go through Windex, like a Windex bottle a week and then I'm on an Amazon getting, you know, <laughs> they're circling back to that damn Amazon. But yeah, no, I love, <laughs> I love cleaning. Um, and then like, I don't know. So since I bought a house, like if, if there's something wrong with it, like I feel like I can fix it now, you know, even though I have no, right. I have no skill set for this. Like I, I don't know how to fix anything. I don't even know how to change my own oil, but like my, you know, like the, on the, the toilet, like the flushing thing, the handle or whatever. Yep. yep. So mine was like sinking down. And so I'm like, when, like it wouldn't flush properly. So I'm like, I could call a plumber or I have a roll of duct tape. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like I rigged this whole thing with duct tape. So the, the little metal thing now rests on top and it's, it's fixed. Like if you, if you just use that bathroom, you're not going to know that there's <laughs> duct tape all over that thing. But I was proud of myself. Um, I mean, that that's good. You, you didn't, uh, you didn't think to like look up a, a YouTube video or something. I mean, that that's usually my go-to is, uh, yeah, so I did do that, but I had to buy an assembly and it, it looks very complicated. And I just, I knew that <laughs> I knew it needed to be raised higher and I could, uh, so I just was like, you know, I might be an idiot, but I'm not a complete idiot. I could fix this. Right. Right. I mean, when, usually when a project gets a little bit too complicated, duct tape's usually the easiest fix. 
Duct tape's the greatest invention of all time. <laughs> <laughs> you can use it for literally anything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, so how's uh, like with with you? How's the whole house thing? Uh, how's how's the whole house thing going? I know you're you're down in Florida now, and you know you got the house and everything. How's everything going with that? Well, so it's good. Um, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Like, ha- like I, I used to hate, pay- especially in New York, I was paying like 2300 for like an apartment in Astoria. But um, down here, it's like everything's cheaper. I got something that's my own. It's like an investment, you know? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I guess subconsciously, I had no plans for like living long or retiring. <laughs> so I, di- I didn't really care about that because <laughs> I just... I was like, do I want to live to be like 70? No. Like everything's been going horribly. So (laughs) (laughs) let me get this motorcycle. (laughs) But, you know, like, I mean, like you were saying, you got to like love yourself essentially before you can love someone else. That's kind of what I've been doing since. And I guess it wasn't like I just flipped a switch and everything became perfect. And I kind of accepted that every day. Like there'll be some things that like won't go my, my way. But having a house and like living by myself and kind of like getting a routine together and uh, like a healthy routine, you know, right? Um, you know, it, it's good. I um I have good friends. Try to talk to them when I can. Um, you know, do jujitsu, the gym, all that stuff. But yeah, like it's just it's kind of cool to be like on your own and be like, all right, you know, like I don't have anyone sharing the bed with me, but whatever, you know, like that'll that'll come instead of rushing it and like you know, fall in love with the first girl who says hello, you know, I'm taking my time with it. And, and, you know, cause I, I really, I guess, you know, after I lost my brother and stuff and and there was other people um, too that I lost, but I just was so scared, like so scared of losing people, you know? So I didn't want to have kids. Like I just, I'm not doing that. You know, I didn't want to have a wife because um, I was like, what if she dies? You know, I'm not doing that. Um, And I think about my dad and like, he's, he's my like hero and how he handles everything, but it's got to be tough on him, you know? Um, and I was just scared of that. So, but I didn't want to be scared anymore. And so I just kind of started handling things and just was like, you know, not, not everything's going to be worst case scenario. Like just bad things happen. You can't, you can't like plan life. You just got to live it and how you, it's how you like you react to bad things versus um, what exactly happened, you know? Cause if, if something bad happens and I go on a bender or lose my mind, you know, that's on me, you know? Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I was, I was kind of the same way, you know, I, I had like not really a whole lot of, a lot of direction. I was making stupid choices. I was doing dumb things. Um, you know, finally, uh, ended up, getting a uh a dui in like 2007 which was right around the same time that i had just met um you know my my now wife um and uh you know i was like you know i I was kind of embarrassed you know because i had just started dating this girl you know who, who you know ended up being my wife but we had just started dating it was like maybe like a month or so and then all of a sudden I get a DUI and I was like, I, I don't want her to think this is who I am, you know? But then I was like, sing it, but I, <laughs> I'm like, but this is who I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So yeah. I had to like, you know, I, I was going, I, I was never, I wasn't like an alcoholic uh, per se, but I, w- I, I didn't have an off switch. Like if I started drinking, it was just, you know, blackout. That, <laughs> that was my stopping point. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it really kind of like took that whole, you know, once our relationship started getting a little bit more serious, then it was like, okay, now I need to, I need to kind of like buckle down and, and focus on other things if I really want this to work, you know? So it's like, it's weird how like certain things in life will just kind of like flick that switch, you know? Cause I, I mean, I was the same way. I, I never really, you know, never really saw my life going, <laughs> going very, you know, going very far, you know what I yeah. mean? Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, but uh, I'm glad it did. <laughs> um but uh yeah it's just you know everybody deals with things differently and and you know everybody kind of takes things you know a a step at a time and and I think it kind of worked out for the better you know because I I'm to the point where I could now uh you know drink recreationally um and not get into those old, you know, mindsets of like, I have to be the life of the party and I have to be, you know, I gotta, I gotta keep my buzz so I can be, you know, the, 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 uh, extrovert and like keep the party going, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah, um, exactly what you mean. But, uh, but it's like, you know, within recent years, you know, you get into like kind of health and fitness and stuff like that and it's like you know what I, I don't even really miss it I don't miss the hangovers I don't miss the and I mean even even now you know I'm 39 years old so bouncing back from a hangover I mean there were there were times back then I didn't even I didn't even sleep the whole weekend you know what I mean you, you get off work on Friday night and you're just partying all weekend you go right back to work Monday morning there's there's no way <laughs> there's no way I could even do that for a day anymore you know I, I'm yeah, like two, two, three days recovery. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, you said a lot, lot of interesting stuff to a lot of good stuff, but the hangovers is definitely. I think it, that's it. Just waking up with like a pounding headache, and then like <laughs> having to drink like two gallons of water and like Advil and Motrin and Tylenol, yeah. like just a, like a, a cocktail of things, and it's just not worth it because. It's just, it's just not worth it. Like, no. you know, I don't really, I mean, I, I, alcoholic is, is like a term. I don't know if I, if I am or not. I just know that I would get so like sad and then this like dark place, you know, and yeah. I would like become a recluse. Like even if people called me, I'd put my phone on do not disturb or I'd change my number or whatever. And then I would just watch like videos, of my brother, <laughs> like that we had from growing up and stuff like that. And I would just drink by myself, you know, and that's like, I was, what, what am I doing here? Like I've watched these videos like five times. Like, what am I doing? You know, like. Right. But it, but it, it took you to like, you know, look at that and say, what am I doing here? I, I need to fix this. You know what I mean? You, you grow up, everybody tells you drinking and driving is bad. Nobody, you know, don't drink and drive. Don't do that. But you're not going to learn unless you make the mistakes for yourself. You know, every, every mistake you make in life is, is a lesson if you choose to use it that way, you know? Yeah. And if you choose to not learn from that lesson, you're going to continue to make that mistake 
you know, over and over the rest of your life. And it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be a good. Yeah. It's like, this, this, this won't happen to me. Like that, that happens to someone else. Right. Exactly. You, you never think it could happen to you until it does. And then, you know, you, you either deal with it in a positive way or, you know, it, it becomes, it becomes a habit and that's where it starts to get dangerous, you know? Yeah. Um, and like holding stuff in, like I'm not saying be like one of those people just cries, oh, what was me type thing, but like having like a, is so important. Oh, absolutely. Having, having people that you can talk to and, and kind of vent, you know, vent about stuff and, and people that you, you know, you know, are gonna kind of give you the right, the right feedback, you know? Yeah. Or, or tell you like, not be afraid to tell you you're an idiot and what you're doing is stupid. You know, like not, you don't need to start. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't like the passive aggressive yeah. <laughs> responses, you know what yeah, I mean? Just, just direct, direct yeah. how you're feeling, you know, like I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to sound <laughs> like figure out, uh, uh, not, what, not, not, what is that thing? The Japanese like puzzle, it's like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Like a Roku or whatever like that. The uh Sudoku. Sudoku, there it is. Sudoku, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. Just tell me like tell me what you think, you know? Right, right. I don't I don't need to, you know, figure out a whole bunch of stuff or like read between the lines or whatever. Just, you know, get give it to me straight. You know what I mean? Exactly. I hate I hate reading between like cause then I'm like I feel like I'm in like a courtroom and I'm like the defense and the prosecutor. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so um, a lot of good stuff there. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, no, no worries, man. I mean, you know, everybody, everybody goes through different things in life. And, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, people, the reason people think that they're alone is because they think that nobody's gone through that same thing. And, you know, guarantee there's somebody out there within your circle that you know has been through exactly what you're going through or or close to it and has some you know has some good good advice you know and that's that's where it gets you know a lot of people kind of tend to just keep to themselves and not because they they just think nobody will understand or nobody understands what i'm going through so i'm not even gonna bother you know what i mean yeah um and even if it's not like identical it's relatable, you know, like right. just because you lost like your, your dog doesn't mean I should dismiss you. Cause like maybe your dog meant a lot to you. Right. Maybe, maybe your dog was, you know, the best thing in your life and, you know, was your mental health uh, crutch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I used to think service dogs at restaurants were really annoying, <laughs> <laughs> but like now I'm like, Oh, you know, maybe that person needs that to get through the meal, you know? Right. Like, be be great if it stopped barking, but we'll get through this. That's how uh, that's how I feel when there's kids in restaurants. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, like screaming children in the restaurant is like. Uh, I mean, I I get it, you know. I mean, I'm I'm not. I don't know. My wife and I we're we're different. Like we don't we don't want kids. We don't ever want kids. We we've both come to the conclusion that we're too selfish for kids. We yeah. like 
having freedom. We like having, you know, I don't, I don't want to have to go, you know, I don't want to have to buy a lesser brand of something because, you know, kids need daycare or school supplies or something, you know, we're, we're, we're both kind of selfish and we both see eye to eye in that sense. So it works, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, it's like when you, you know, when you just don't understand how it is though, you know, like when you're in a restaurant you're like, man, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here and trying to have a good, you know, good dinner. This is a, like a, a meal that I'm paying for. And this kid's like in the booth next to me, they're like jumping up and down, kicking, screaming, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... <laughs> or you're on an airplane and like a baby's crying, but you know, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I got my head, my headphones in, I'm like holding my ears. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> this is great. You know, <laughs> Double hearing protection. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, that's impressive that you can just recognize that you're too selfish to have kids. <laughs> so, I mean, just just say you're doing your part for climate change and people think you're a hero. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, man, I, I, I would want kids one day, but just, like, I'm, in, I'm too early in the process, so it's got to be, like, a couple years off. Yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, you know, there, there's definitely times where, you know, you think about it and you're like, you know, having, having a kid would be, you know, kind of cool, you know, like, uh, you know, this little protege I could take out to the golf course and like, you know what I mean? But then at the end of the day, it's like, eh, I like, I like having my own money. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I want to go, I want to go to Home Depot and buy this stupid tool I really don't need. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, no, I. I wonder how much money I've spent in my life on stupid things I don't need. Oh, I'd 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 probably curl up in a corner if I, <laughs> if I calculated it all up, you know. Yeah, man. It's like you just at the end at the end of your life you get like a receipt back for like all the dumb prices. <laughs> just like a last slap in the face before you get up there. <laughs> yeah. You just spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on nonsense. Yeah, well, I'm looking at my like all the things I've bought on Amazon that are just like hanging around right. MX poster and Jesus right next to each other. <laughs> like, what was I thinking there? You know, I needed a Jesus poster and DMX. You know, I could have just went with one. <laughs> I got JFK smoking a cigar. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> the only thing missing in my house is just like a tiger photo. You know, how, like we go to like a house, and someone's got, like a random tiger. Like, have you are you a big fan of tigers? Like, no, but it was twenty dollars. You can't say that. <laughs> No, but I found it on Amazon. It was the, uh, <laughs> exactly. Frequently bought together next to the plunger. <laughs> the group of three. <laughs> Damn, man. Um, got like three minutes left. Is there anything, anything you want to touch on? We haven't, we haven't touched on. Uh, I mean, really just, you know, just, just know that you know somebody somebody around you is going going through whatever you're you're going through and you know if you if you're you know going through everything you know it sounds it sounds cliche but it's like things do get better you know and it's like when when they're not you hate hearing that but it's like you know you're the one that has to keep going you know what I mean? Whether it's whether it's a death in the family or whether, 
you're just in a in a rock bottom place and and you're broke like there's no other alternative like you just have to keep going you know so you got to look for those like positive outlooks to just you know switch that mindset and just really keep going yeah very good point um completely agree with it because i was just thinking there's like eight billion people in the world or something like that and like if you if you're like a normal person you got like maybe 10 good friends and family and stuff like that so like it's like point zero 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 zero. keep adding zeros one percent of you know like everyone's going through it you can find somebody out there who's going through a similar struggle and yeah just never give up is great advice yeah i mean yeah i mean you you really you really can't. I mean, the, the alternative is, is one road nobody wants to go down. Yeah. So you only really have one choice, and that's just to, to keep going. Yeah. Don't be afraid to make changes, you know? Like, if, if you don't like your job or you don't like your life, like, go change it. Go do something. Like, there's, not, there's nothing – there's no binding contract that says you got to live life the same way you've been living it, you know? Right. Exactly. Make, make some changes and maybe find, you know, find some new – new people find, you know, find a hobby. Um, I mean, hobbies, hobbies are, you know, they, they're good. And a a lot of people, you know, they get some people are like, Oh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I like to do. Or I, you know, I don't, I don't really have a hobby, you know, and it's like kind of think outside yourself of like, if money wasn't an issue, what would I be doing? to get through the day right now you know like for me that's yard work like I love to do yard work I love to do projects outside so that's you know like if money wasn't an issue like I'd love to do that every day you know (laughs) so it's like it's a good way to kind of like find try and find you know something you enjoy doing that that will kind of take you know take the stress away from, from everyday life and just kind of get, get lost in a hobby for a little while, you know, and like clear your mind. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's awesome advice. Um, I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's going to come out um, next week, but um, all the stuff we talked about is relevant for life. So. Absolutely. Is this your first, uh, first podcast doing remote? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how it plays because I've been using all my own money to drive around and stuff. And um, this is cheaper. <laughs> so so uh, it's definitely cheaper than a, than a plane ticket and, and, uh, and a rent a car. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I'll get, I'll get out there. So we only got like 10 seconds for a time to off. But I love you, man. It was good to hear from you. All right. Sounds good, man. You too. And uh, yeah. All right. Later, brother. All right. Later, bud.